Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz. And we are Katz. Alright, and welcome back to the show, and here with us, of course, all the way from Parts Unknown, Omega Kai. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm from the, you know, the birth side of Dolphin Warrior. <laughs> it's strange, it feels like it's a lot of uh, paradoxes. It's like a sandy death. <laughs> with palm trees, and just next to a snow cliff mountains. Right. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Let me go chase this lion and um, penguin down first. Hmm. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So we got a lot to talk about this week. So we'll just keep. So we're just gonna get to it. So we got some good news and bad news coming out from Sega. So bad news is Sega is selling their arcade business off. Most. Uh, about 85.1% of its arcade business is be, uh, they're selling off. Uh, it was reported by Hyperbeast that the reason for that is because of uh, COVID. They lost about 20% of their income, their income and their revenue uh, for, because of COVID-19. Not only that, but also it has also been reported too by numerous uh, Japanese outlets that so that Sega called on 650 staff members to quote unquote voluntarily retire because because of uh, the 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 money loss through COVID-19. And um, yeah, and, and here's the thing: as of September 2020, Sega had about 9,051 employees. And they want to. And they're asking 650 of them to voluntarily retire. So, uh, what do you guys? So, okay, Omega Kai. Here's a question: What do you think of this? Necessary, uh, necessary evil. I guess that's why it's good for all. You know, it's good for the company in general mm-hmm. to cut employee and, and cut payroll just to have some money because their hardware, like you said, COVID is affecting so much. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to keep on going, and it's they ask them to voluntarily retire. Of course, I don't think that's going to happen. People are just going to keep on working until you, you fire, fire them, probably, and get some unemployment. I don't know how the Japanese, um, you know, economy work with their work relationship, but if I'm assuming it's like America, I'll, I'll take the fire it's just so I could collect some unemployment, then I retire. Mm-hmm. But I guess they're asking just because they they really need of money. But this is only the hardware sectors, like the arcade in this case is the Akihabara District, I'm assuming. Sega's still alive. They're still with Sammy, the Sammy Hood Corporation, obviously. So yeah. as long as they have some, some like IP that's being electronic, software-wise, having new games coming out, I have nothing bad to say, but hey, just keep on going. I mean, not, it's just one section of Sega that's gone. It's the hardware arcade development team, which... To say, I mean, I grew up with them. Don't get me wrong. The AM2 system, I love it. Mm-hmm. I, and Naomi Mother is my queen. So, yeah. I, Capcom King right there. And in general, so I'm just I'm just happy they decided to move on with just doing software right now. If, if they're not coming out with new hardware, but they might, you know, later just come back with like the, the Dreamcast Mini, the, mm-hmm. the Sega Mini. So this this is good. I don't see a reason why you should continue on when it's dying. Not it's not even their fault. It's just COVID. Right. And before that, the arcade business for Sega was was okay. People still enjoyed it because it's Japan. You know, they love arcades. It's like a mm-hmm. it's like a cafe, cafe of you know nerds and you know gamers yeah, and of course. for everybody. Um, it was a little bit of everything for everybody. Yeah. Yes. So I'm sad to see the Virtual Fighter Five final showdown. Motherboard is gonna be taken off the server. Because I was trying to get to that tension, tension <laughs> working for so long. It's only one, so I'll, eventually I was gonna get there, but man, now it's impossible. So I, I gotta live with that. Right. The sky god, right? I, that's that, that was my destiny, but now it's gone. Mm-hmm. I gotta stick to fifth dawn right from now on. <laughs> yeah. So, so disappointed? Okay. Not this. Not so disappointed because they're still alive. Yeah. All right. Well, what about you? We are cats. What do you, well, what it do you depends. Do? Did they say who they're selling it to, or they're just doing it in general and they're ready for takers? Ah, okay. Well, no. They, Wait, they, actually, I know this one. 
Okay, so apparently they're selling off their um, the eighty five point one percent and the arcade the, the arcade business and everything to <laughs> excuse me peanut gallery, ladies and gentlemen. All right, uh, they're selling it off to Genda, another arcade entertainment company in Tokyo, and they're going to the sale is going to take place this the end of this December. And after the sale and everything is uh, said and proved and, and everything like that, uh, Genda is going to is, is going to have the final say of what they're going to do to all 193 Sega arcade locations. That's good. I mean, Genda, I heard it's, they're dying to expand. Yeah. This is perfect. And uh, to them, it's like, eh, COVID, will, it's not forever. Japan's dealt with epidemic before and they done a great job handling it. They're one of the best countries. So I guess Genda realized, hey, we might as well take this territory. Yeah. And I heard they might they might get a good deal out of it. They should have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Everything significantly reduced as a result. Well, no, no, not that. It's just that I think uh, they're losing the arcade property too, like the, the actual... Uh, second floor or something, the Sega floor from the Akihabara District, right? Yeah. They're losing all the Sega, they're selling off all the Sega houses, including the one that they just closed down in the legendary Akibahara one, the five-story yeah. one that they just yeah, recently so they're, closed they're, down. So, so now... They're just getting hardware, they're getting real estate too. Yes. So that's perfect. They need to expand more and they need to have that real estate. Mm-hmm. Plus it's more for arcade, so keep it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, even though the, you know, even though we just reported on some bad, news, some sad news already from Sega, we got one good one. Um, just uh, just recently, One Up Arcade has just released, uh, announced, and taking pre-orders, which are one hundred percent sold out as of now, of an outrun, an out a Sega Outrun Home Arcade. It's going to cost five hundred dollars. You're going to have Outrun, Turbo Outrun, Outrunners, and Power Drift. It's going to be a stand-up. You can, uh, you know, they have the usual stand-up one with the pad and everything, uh, with the, you know, with the, the accelerator pad and everything like that, and also the up and down shift, like what you do in Outrun. But also, they're 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 also going to come in with a um, kind of like the same model that they did with the Star Wars one, where you sit down and it has that one little box and everything. You can extend and everything, kind of like that you're sitting down in a, in a Tie Fighter and all like that. They're doing okay. the same thing too with Outrun. They're going to make you feel like you're right there, back in the arcade, playing the the actual arcade machine. Mm. I think what you're trying to say is Afterburner because that one was well known. No, they don't have no, Afterburner. No, no. They got they're doing Outrun. Yeah, it's the Outrun. Um, it's the one with a wheel on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the Tie Fighter, the Sega one. It's yeah, it has a. It's actually a wheel, but it has a two toggles, and I think a trapezoid box in the middle. Yep. It's a three. It's basically the same thing though, but mm-hmm. one's a wheel. One's mm-hmm. you turn it like a wheel, and I, I play with that one. So if it's similar, so I'm looking forward to it. But mm-hmm. I can't afford that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Five hundred nostalgia. I used to beg mom for a quarter to play that game. So yep, you've <laughs> all been there. Yeah, like especially two of us applies being a mom. Yeah. Yeah. Tilt. <laughs> Can't bring bad memories. Yeah. For years, so. No, okay. I, I love it. It's, it's, it's great. But. All right. And uh, one more thing, too. From... <laughs> okay. Well, since we have you with us this week, um, we're going to do one little round of uh, gaming news as well. Okay. We uh, Two weeks ago, we saw uh, for MK uh, for MK11, uh, The Rain. Last, uh, week, a week after that, we saw Rambo. This past week, we saw Melina. Oh, yeah. What do you think of Melina, and what do you think of the three guest characters so far? I think we. we I thought you asked me this already, but okay. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. So, I didn't. Yeah. Well, so far, uh, it's it's like a wedding with uh, Ed Boon, you know, one new, one old, one blue, blue. <laughs> the rule of the wedding. So he happy. He brought back rain. I'm happy. You know what? I'm a ramble. I wasn't very looking forward to it, but I'm happy because it makes sense because this Mortal Kombat 11 has nothing but 80 nostalgia action badasses. Right. 
So in, 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 he, he takes a step back, look at it, like, oh, you got Terminator, you got Rambo, and you got Robocop. Man, that was, it just, yeah, 80s badasses. So he, yeah, that's perfect. Now I understand the theme because MK9 was all that horror theme. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they start, then MKX was like Jason, Alien, you know, they start doing the horror. Freddy Krueger. Uh, Fre- Happy <laughs> It looks like it looks like uh, like like how you said NetherRealm reinvented the wheel once again, and I think they are kind of right now just telling everybody, okay, we set the bar yet again. What are you gonna do now this time? Cobra, we joked about it. If you got Sylvester Stallone, why not Rocky from Rocky Four? Uh, Cobra. I'm trying to see what other movies he did in the '80s. Uh, over the top. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping Oscar when he plays Mafia Father. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, that was in '89, right? With Cher. Uh, no, that was um. I think Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, what's the name? Tim Curry. Mhm. Ah, yes, yes. Yes. Or stop when Mama shoot. Still Gay comes out. Oh man, that one. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, I think while well, '80s nostalgia in general. Uh, Rocky wasn't really a, a a killer. He's a boxer. Yeah. <laughs> but more comedy don't have a boxing character. It's, it's strange, is it right? Uh, for a, uh, I cannot have a boxer in it. Yeah, that is true because like every other like franchise, like King of Fighters, Street Fighter, Tekken, they've all have like a boxing type character. Mortal Kombat doesn't have one. Killer Instinct has one. Yeah. And yeah. I bet you one of Rambo, um, uh, Rocky's perks, if well, Rocky Force perks would be. Like, from his previous move, it's like, if you deplete his life completely, oh, no, you don't. He has a second life bar, and he goes, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, that'd be cheap. <laughs> well, in that case, I'd rather have Draco, then. Because <laughs> <laughs> he would kill you. I'll mean, break you. Yet, <laughs> my Russian sucks. Because I'm Swedish. <laughs> 
and then suddenly he becomes He-Man. Oh, <laughs> and speaking of like other other people from the eighties, you know Peter Weller originally played RoboCop. Yeah, Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah. Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, yeah, that's a... Oh, wow. That's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, too. Yeah, might well, you know, keep forgetting about the greatest B-flicked actor of all time. Bruce Black Campbell? Guy? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, more combat is just more combat. Yeah. But, 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 yeah, when, but at the end of the day, it's just... And, yeah, Netherrealm is just, like, on... On top of the mountain, just looking down, and everybody's like, "All right, who's next?" It's, it's strange. A lot of people thought you know, Another Realm was done with the DLCs and all that stuff, and they said, "Nah, we're doing this long term. We're gonna do another two years." Yeah. And, there, and there's a rumor of the third uh, DLC already. Yes, there's which is surprising. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, Realm don't do that. They just like they do two years and that's it, and they go to the next game. This time, like. You know, fellas, let's do a Capcom and longevity. Let's milk this thing till, <laughs> till at least we get satisfied and pretend with all the characters. You know. Yeah, but they're doing Capcom. it right, especially with the guest yeah, characters. Right, yeah. I mean, like how we're, we're poking fun at with you know Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah. Why not throw in Bruce Willis, John McClane? Oh, that'd be awesome. Or, or or Kurt Russell, you know, Tango and Cash. There we go. I have another movie. I'm thinking Escape from New York, but... <laughs> oh, <it's> <laughs> well, or, or, or McCready. Oh, from The Thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or Kurt Russell from Big Trouble in Little Chinatown, because that's the, the, the movie that started the game, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would be a joke. A joke within a joke. No. Kurt Russell just reprise a role and be like, Oh, crap, why am I here again? <laughs> hey, don't I know you from somewhere saying that to Raiden? Or a blooper yeah. where he puts the thing in the big from the little, little child. Ah, fuck you too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not like Chinese, not Rain or Raiden came from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, moving along from uh, moving along on forever. <laughs> yeah. So moving along from video games, we'll go into anime. Okay. So some big anime, uh, some big news for anime fans. Uh, B stars. So uh, this past week, B stars uh, Netflix. Um, released a trailer for Beastar, the second season of Beastars, and it's also been revealed from the manga, which which just finished its its entirety run in October, that they're going to release it on uh, in Japan first exclusively in January of 2021. So that saying that maybe March March April 2021, it might be the rest of the world will get to see season two through Netflix. Um. And I think that's great because it, it like B stars just came out of nowhere. It was a it was a hit in Japan, and then after season one, after like the like like the, the opening tra- the like the like the trailer, and then the opening credits just was spectacular and everything like that. And it looks like it's going to try to dominate twenty twenty one, and especially too with the other announcements of other animes that are coming out in twenty twenty one. Looks like. Netflix it wants to corner the market before Sony does with um, with their ongoing talks of purchasing Crunchyroll. So, uh, what do you think of that? Well, I, I, I don't watch anime as much, so I'm not saying this uh, this game. So okay, but, but Crunchyroll, I guess I speak on the Crunchyroll thing, but Beatstar, uh, I haven't watched it, so I can't really speak on half of it. But with Crunchyroll. Either Sony or Netflix. To be honest, I don't think Netflix should buy it because it, I think they're doing a good job right now. They're, they're rolling with the American style anime. Yeah, um, ne- Netflix. Anime. No, no, Netflix is fine without it. Sony's yes. planning on buying it. They're trying to. They're they pl- like they said. Like uh, what we talked about. Uh, what me and uh, we are cats talked about last week. That Sony is planning on buying uh, Crunchyroll for a hundred billion yen. Yeah, if it's worth it, it's worth it. To be honest, Sony's a dying company right now. It's PlayStation, I think, saving it. Mm. Uh, they have fans soon. They will venture somewhere else. If they have an anime um, you know, grasp, they should take it. Yeah. Because you think Japanese should only take PlayStation 5. You don't think Walkman or um, Sony, uh, was it Vio or no TV no more? You just think PlayStation 5 and they think Japanese. Yeah. So you get some anime. 
or, selling, or selling audio equipment, <laughs> or even better, or even better t uh, TVs. Mm. Yeah, the, what, the TV is too expensive. I think nobody really buys Sony TV. Don't even buy it for the name brand and overpriced. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so PlayStation, and you think Sony, you think PlayStation right now. They need to do something else because they're losing their um, hardware and electronic wear, uh, you know, market because nobody really going to buy it. Yeah. So, uh, so moving on from anime to um, adult animation, Blood of Zeus. Um, it, that came out of nowhere, and just a lot of people don't who don't know this. Uh, if the animation style looks familiar, it's because the same company, it's the same animation studio that did Castlevania, which I honestly think Castlevania wasn't that great, even though it's been getting a lot of praise from a lot of people saying that this is the best adaptation of any video game. Um, I can say no. Yeah, well, a lot of a lot. Of, I'm saying no because I just think it's just not that great, but seeing it from but in blood of zeus the animation here works for in its favor and especially to the story um what do you think of it omega kai did you even see it hmm? blood, blood of zeus yes I, I saw i saw uh, i binge watched it but okay but speaking of let me let me start with saying with uh castlevania mm -hmm. I, I didn't like it either Lottie we, we all agree. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I didn't reason, the reason I didn't like it because it's it's, it's like uh, an interpretation of something we grew up with. Because I'm more of a fanboy when it comes to Castlevania. You, you guys are more than me, so right. mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just a casual guy. I'm like thinking, this ain't no Super Castlevania Four Simon Belmont with a crude cut. Mm -hmm. But this ain't Alucard with Anthony of Night. This is this is an interpretation by director and producer of what Castlevania should be. And throw in a little Game of Thrones in there, and some European history, and some maybe some world entanglement from you know, like some Twilight vampire society into there. Like, okay, this is not Castlevania I grew up with. This is not a Castlevania, you know, genre type story. It, mm, right. You know, it's usually a family of trying, family of guys trying to kill a vampire, Dracula. And end of it. This one, they they made like Dracula into like a, a warlord. Who has you know reaches around the corner of the earth or something like that? So that was a, it seems stupid, but that the style, like you said, for a blood pursuits is perfect. It's because you know what Greek mythology is for the whole entire world. This makes more sense because it's it's a universal thing, and also they have you know, the same iconic you know the call the heroes style of storytelling, which it's if it doesn't fail, use it. You know, yeah. A lot of people are trying to stay away from it, but the call of hero. This case is, is, is great. It's, it's but the, the when omission, I, I I hate I hate the part where he is the son of Zeus. He he's all you know call to a, a greater cause himself because he's destined to be because he's the son of Zeus. And and it always is the you know, same tropes like hey I'm I'm reluctant to take it because I have something against it. It's my pride game in a way. And then eventually he, he takes arms and he embraces his heritage and, and fights evil. You know I mean it, mm -hmm. it's. it's doesn't it, it's it's cliche but it works so, and also the cliche that um you know he finds out he has a half brother and yeah, he has yeah, to be the bad that's guy that's that's, that's been like way. used and used and used yeah which was really a, the original story was, was from hercules when he had we had brother also a lot of people didn't know that they thought he was just a um, born out you know from Zeus. so they they Borrow a lot from the other um, illegitimate kids of, of Zeus and combine them into this one and saying that he was the last one. So I, I like the fact that it's okay. It's a universal feeling rather than a niche like Castlevania. Castlevania is more of a niche, mm -hmm. like fan base. So that's it's, it's, it. Doesn't work well for Castlevania because it's very isolated with storyline and you know particularities. But with, with Greek mythology, universal. Everybody loves Greek mythology. Everybody loves the, the typical storytelling of the. The hero of you know who was born out of divinity, and he takes has a a journey to fight evil. And along the way, there's some drama, you know, Game of Thrones. So it's it's that's, it's a classic. Yeah, um, the one thing that I really liked about what what Blood of Zeus did was Hera. 
her the whole the whole thing about Hera. I thought that was very interesting because it, that they they did a take from a different angle of like okay, what 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 did Hera feel about all of this? What what was you know what what like what would she do in her situation and all this? And a lot if you looked at it, like a a lot of other Greek mythology based uh, films or TV series and stuff like that, she just like rolled with the punches. Maybe once in a while. You know, tell Zeus, well, hey, you know, at least I'm not the one that's having all these affairs and this and that and yada, yada, yada. This time around, you actually see what she does. Like, this is how she would react if if this was true. You know, and I liked how the way they, they dealt with it. A slow burning pace to a point where she just literally, you can see that she just had little to none empathy of all of his quote-unquote as she said it bastard kids you know Perseus Heracles all those yeah no even when with uh with Apollo and um Hermes she's like oh great look another one of your bastard children Uh, I mean yeah I see that it's just it's humanizing God so yeah it's just that you know his his, his, go ahead uh, it's, it's 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 just the obvious that they all have powers, and that's the the abuse of it is actually the the story, of the part of the gods. It's really not much showing power; it's more abuse of power versus control of power. Like that's uh, like Zeus was, even though he was a you know adulterous, he controlled his power where it's more benevolent, where he helps people, and he disguised himself, you know, mysterious ways. Mm-hmm. But Herod, hey man, I'm gonna get all my my husbands. He's, Kids, because they because hurt my feelings. So it's 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 like two sides, but it makes sense. It's a balance, and they're explaining that balance with uh, human emotions, like jealousy, envy, versus you know being shame, regretful, and being a you know responsibility. So that's it's kind of like the dualism of, of it. Maybe I'm, I'm digging too deep. <laughs> well, also the fact that you know I guess they're also exploring. Okay, what if Hera finally snaps? You know, in the Greek myth- classical Greek mythology, you know, she doesn't really snap. She doesn't cross that edge. And just with this guy, Hera, you know, the latest bastard, just like, all right, forget it. I'm done. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to war. Yeah. It's okay. It seems like they replace Hera. No, no, they they replace Hera took a place of of Demeter from the Greek mythology, where she's like, I had it. I'm going to war with humanity. Mm. And I think she feels at this motif this time, because you know I, I think the Demeter was like the only time where a goddess, you know, a feminine like goddess had like that much power to you know demonstrate to the other gods like don't mess with me, give my daughter back, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm. I think Hera just took her role as like the antagonist, mm-hmm. whereas the motif of the you know of the male protagonist or the male god versus the mother goddess. It's like a, a fight between there. So this time it's like, okay, it's a pay up, it's a pay, you know, patriarchal society. Hey, I'm Zeus. I, I'm the rule. I'm more benevolent. Look what women do. And it's really from the, you know, the, the old canon of the meter. Like, women are emotional. They can create winter, you know, till we all die and create famine. So that's that's a motif. It's, it's like it's, it's like I think I think uh, Captain Cass said right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's showing Hera. As a you know, an evil, addictive person, but that's been is this you, know, you can see the the dualism with uh, with sexism in that case. It's really it's like male dominant society versus female, and it's to show that the female design is all going to be evil. If they made the hero a female, it would, it would be a different story. But it's classical in that sense. I, I know it's wrong, but you know it's it's still fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> so so. No, 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 no. It's quite right. It's, it's interesting. So, um, okay, here's one question for for the both of you. Uh, if they were to decide to do uh, another, because right now Castlevania is just showing. Uh, Netflix just already put their third season of Castlevania on. I don't know if they're going to do a fourth season or not. But if they were to do a fourth season of Castlevania, what can the writers and the producers of Castlevania can learn from Blood of Zeus? I, I, 
well, for me, I, I kind of answered it um, by it's a niche thing. Don't be so. Like, it's Castlevania, so stick in like what Eastern Romania at most. Mm-hmm. Transylvania, like the just stay there and then have a family. It make it more close. It can be a small community. It's but what you know if you if you watch Castlevania series it's like that, people from around the the globe, Asia. Yeah, like was it a Shinto monk or priest? Mm-hmm. It's like what. What's going on here? It's like you, the original creator of Castlevania wanted a European, a solid European feel. He loved that European art and the, the rustic, the castle look. So mm-hmm. now you're having like all this universal thing. It, it doesn't make sense. It it's better to have a, um, a a micro story instead of a macro where it involves the world. Uh, Castlevania, Dracula, and also uh, his emotions. It's it's like half and half. It's like you either this way or that way. It's like, are you a good father? Or are you a bad father? You know, yeah, I know Alucard's your son. He's trying to kill you. You know, it's, in the other one, in the original one, he was like, man, screw him. He's he's just one of my kids. I'll kill him. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It, it, this one is like uh, creating drama where there shouldn't be drama, and the real drama is the struggle of the uh, the Belmont family and how they're dealing with the fighting Dracula for all, like eternity, really. Mm-hmm. And they just, you know, void that completely and made into like a saga of, of like crusades from, from the world, from all United Nations. They have all those vampire hunters I don't even know of. Yeah. To me, it looks like they went, they tried Castlevania 3 and burned, aka, where's the classical monsters? Where's Medusa? Where's death? Where's death? And, and also, where's Grant? Castlevania 3. So they went, yeah. they ruined Castlevania 3. Somehow it looks like they're playing with Castlevania 2, you know, doing the questing and all that stuff for some reason, mm-hmm. after Dracula's death. Yeah. And, um, uh, and all of a sudden, you know, because uh, Omega Kai pointed out, you know, there's people from around the world in it. What's next? Castle- they're now put- mixing in Castlevania bloodlines, going around the world hunting for Dracula? <laughs> Yeah, they'd be like in the Incan's Empire, you know, ruins. Turns out there's Dracula <laughs> there. And like, well, it turns out his is like his half-brother. I, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it makes no sense. Yeah. They're grasping for every straw rather than trying to get the one that makes the perfect sense. Maybe two or three straws should suffice, but they, they grab a bale instead. Yeah. <laughs> It goes nowhere. It, yeah, I love Castlevania. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it's, this is not Castlevania. <laughs> this is a, a story with Castlevania names. Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah. But, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I mean, I'm old and bitter, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, well, my favorite game as a kid in Super Nintendo, Super Castlevania 4. I, I like it because it was simple and easy. Mm. But the storyline. A family's trying to kill a vampire, and they could, and the whole castle itself is the storyline, and yeah. they just void that completely. You only show the castles when you know Dracula's in it. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and also, you know, the co- final conflict is always at you know the highest tower in, in the whole castle, Dracula's tower. Where, where was that? No, they didn't even focus on that. They could at least, um, you know, of course, uh, was it Rondo of Blood where they had the. The mirror room where everything's like all shattered and upside down comes down and stuff like that. Yeah, they yeah. could at least incorporate all the, uh, the gameplay windows in there, but they did. No, and and worst of all, the music. There was nothing yeah, recognizable, especially when they did. Um, I'm trying to remember, Bloody Tears. I didn't like the composition. They could have done better. And your new music. <laughs> <laughs> Taste and all, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> be like, oh, I don't Off of either uh, you know the Clash of the Titans and Hercules, 
Yeah, there was there was there was there was some character cameos that I they probably had influences on like uh, Clash of Titans, Bubo, the Mechanical Owl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then uh, the infamous, well, I guess only in in in, in Vision only uh, the Golden Fleece. Yeah, yeah, mm. she was wearing it. Yeah, yeah, but Jason's already been past due. Yeah, yeah. So that bring, yeah. So this brings up the second question. Okay, would you want them to do, like, how the way it ended, how the way Blood of Zeus ended, would you want them to do a season two or just leave it like that? I would like season two because the way it ended with him meeting Hades. And it, it turns out that the, the spear he was using belonged to Hades. And, I, you know, well, I, we, you kind of figure that because maybe in the beginning when you'll find the Titans or the Giants, they call it, hmm. uh, he's one of them, I guess, he left it there. <laughs> But I like the ending where, like, hey, just because I'm dead doesn't mean it's over. Yeah. Classic A motif, by the way. Yeah. Or, 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 turns out he has another twin brother. Hans Gruber. (laughs) 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 If if the classic motif don't go wrong, use it. That's true. She had triplets. It's going to be kind of (laughs) weird. She didn't even know that she had triplets. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it does have, it does make a lot of sense. I think they'd probably leave it as either an open inter, uh, interpretation of an ending, like it's done. You can make up whatever conclusions you want out of it, or you know, like you said, should there be a sequel? Yeah, I would be curious to see what 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 else they could do. I mean, for instance, where did Hera go? She lost her arm. Even though she's a god, she can heal it back. I don't know. Um, and what about um, Seraphim? You know, he was already tormented, and he's already he was already pissed off of Hera. And then he's like, "Great, I got now I got to be a, a slave again to someone else." Yeah, what a fact that I forgot what main hero of guy's name already. Hera. Heron. Yeah, turns out he has Zeus's power. Like, what, what the hell was that about? <laughs> <laughs> and at, at the end, he just used a lightning bolt. I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> so it's a uh, you have super you have superhuman strength. Yeah, Zeus is Thunderbolt. Well, well, you gotta be careful. You know, there's Perseus. He didn't have any superpowers at all. He just got help from the gods. No, but see, Harem was a demigod. Yeah, he had the ability. Well, he was also athlete. Yeah. You know, he was drafted by the Knicks. Okay. All right. Well, moving on to that. Um, we are Katz and I we were at a uh, music event uh, the previous night before recording this with uh, the group from the, uh, the Seattle duo of Charlatan uh, what did you think of it the, the presentation and everything oh, I left some comments in there um, you know there was one part where it was it sounded like a piece a part of uh, Pink Floyd's Echoes where they were just fiddling around with the guitars and the vibrations and it uh, sounds experimentation. like experimentation yeah, where it sounded like the seagulls in the beach and the, um, so I like that. Yeah, and they're just doing it with uh, you know bass guitar and they, uh, oh, I forgot the name of their machines. Yeah, they were using a the lot guitar of guitar sheen. Yeah, yeah, they were using a lot of uh, um, boards and stuff like that. Um, me, I thought I thought it was great. I thought it was wonderful. Um, they they had like this post punk. I, I I would say post or pre punk, but. Uh, but it's punk, nevertheless. Like this punk slash. It has to be ex- post punk. Huh? Yeah, well, it'll, it'll be like po- it'll be like punk slash uh, synth waves slash experimentation slash um, mood vibe to it. It's, uh, this whole thing and joy they, division. And I they, they, joy they, division. yeah, joy division. They they really gave off this this joy division vibe to it, which um, I thought it was great. I thought I thought it was wonderful. Um, and I can't. I, I honestly cannot wait for their new album, Lip Service, uh, to come out and to review it because it's it sounds really great. It sounds different. It sounds nothing like what's being played right now in mainstream. And all I have to say to them is, you know what? Good job. I loved it. Keep 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 doing what you guys are doing. Um, and I honestly cannot wait to hear more music from you guys. Honestly, just cannot. Yeah, and uh, before we have to go, some sad news to report as well. 
um, earlier today prior to recording. Um, we just found out that uh, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek passed away. Um, what do you, how do you guys, how, how, like, how did you guys take the news of this? You want me to go, hey, let me go first, because I, because I, you know, I watched Jeopardy since I was a kid, and we all did, we all did, yeah, well, yeah, we have to, because we're, we were so, <laughs> Jeopardy was like, what, a 10 year show, and we were born, so, yeah. it was, it was, it was awesome, I, I watched every time, it, you know, it's funny, my parents thought it was a, a stupid show for dumb people, and I, like, I told, mom, this is questioning your intelligence, it's the opposite. And she couldn't believe me because there's just three people talking to this one guy with, with a glowing box. So she she could uh, uh, you know she doesn't speak English, right? So she thinks she thinks it's like Wheel of Fortune. I'm like it's not the same thing. <laughs> it's not, man. Same price is right. This is Jeopardy. Your life's in danger. Get beat by sharks. <laughs> not bad, but you know the the, the, uh, the part is my favorite skit of all time on SSL. SNL, Santa Life, mm-hmm. was Will Ferrell as Alice Trebek, and uh, the guest, a celebrity Jeopardy was Sean Connery, and they both <laughs> passed away this, this week. It was like, whoa, man. Uh, yeah. Daryl Hammond. They, they actually did an interview with Daryl yeah. Hammond on, on his legacy of being Sean Connery. Like, you know, at the passing of Sean yeah, Connery. It's, it's sad. It's like, I also wanted to see Sean Connery and uh, Alice Trebek do another, you know, in real life. Like, actually talk, doing like, it. <laughs> Uh, you know, accuse him of homosexuality, like <laughs> <laughs> you know stuff like that. It's and then it, it, the one time we actually came in as Spinel, he was like, "Shut, Connery." He was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, that was when uh, Will Ferrell was. That was his last uh, day as part of the cast, and that's when he showed up. And he's like, you know, that was the final Jeopardy." <laughs> and then, <laughs> Connery makes a messed up joke on him. He's like, "Back off, back off, uh, Connery! I don't have to take that from you." <laughs> yeah, this is like uh, Alex back, So the best, the be- you know, well, you can't use those jokes nowadays because they're a bit homophobic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's because of well, it's because of, of, of Sean Connery. <laughs> well, Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond, Sean Connery. There we go. Yeah. yeah. To me, I, I to me, where are you right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like indoors, and he turns out I love boobs. Is what he actually wrote. <laughs> <laughs> and James Ballard, that was always as David Duchovny. That was awesome. Nah, that was, me, that was, uh, no, that was French Stewart. Yeah, there was. Yeah, Stewart. nah, me. Awesome. The, um, to me, I think the best ce- guest celebrity besides Sean Connery, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Norman Donald. You mean Jeff yeah. Ferguson? <laughs> Oh, don't jinx it now, man. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Reynolds already passed away, so. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> that's worse now. You realize the best skits on SNL are gone. Cause the oh, God, the yeah. But no more Connery, no more Trebek, and no more Reynolds. That 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 skit should be retired. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho, it's it's sad. It's but he's, well, he died at 80, what, 83? No, 80. 80, oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty young, today's standards, and he was suffering from cancer. So, yeah. Pa- yeah, I think it was the pancreas. Pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Stage four. Well, him and, uh, what's his name we lost? Uh, Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of sad, like, Chad was young. Alex was relatively young, not a standard eighty. So yeah, and he looked like he had a whole lot more life ahead of him. Well, they, you know, they, they say now like eighty is the new fifty. Mm. Well, he looked young. Uh, back at Bozeman, well, Bozeman lost weight when you found out he had cancer. So yeah, yeah. But Alex Trebek, he looked spiffy always. Yeah, and, and I, I was, yeah, like I was reading earlier today when I found out about the news of Alex Trebek passing away, that his last interview, he said that um, what he wanted to do when he was going to sign off for the final time, he was, the message that he wanted to say was, you know, this may be the final time I'll be, be the host of Jeopardy, but I want you guys to continue supporting the show. I want you guys to, to, to support the new host. Don't. 
you know, don't don't set him to a high standard like how comparing him to me, comparing the new host to me, you know, um, okay. you know, just uh, let you know, f- make him feel welcome, make him feel a part of your home, like how you guys let me be a part of your lives and your home for for all these years. And uh, thank you so much and goodbye. Yeah, it's not like the the Family Feud hosts where they. they Which one? one? There's a bunch back. of them. <laughs> Finally, they got you know Harvey. Oh man, he's a great host. Yeah, it. it uh, you know how that whole rumor of the Family Feud curse? Uh, yeah, like I think he broke it. Well, the only well he annihilated. For him, it's like not no, even the, the, the game. The game show itself is not the show. He's the show talking to people and making fun of them. That's the show. Yeah. And, and the game part, just like there, <laughs> you have excuses to talk. Yeah. Still, the best. The the best segment was him and Snoop Dogg. The best. Yeah. Pie and a horse. <laughs> oh, that'd be that'd be hilarious. Snoop Dogg hosts Jeopardy next. We <laughs> 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 awesome. That'd be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> no, they should have a guest um, host until they find the right one. I think. To be honest. Well, they can. Uh, al- well, they can always ask the the greatest Jeopardy champion of all time to come in. Yeah, but it, it's it's not about being smart. It's about being like relatable and honest. Like Al Trebek one time, would, he would go back and. Correct himself. I apologize. We found out, but I didn't hear it clearly. I thought you said, you know, he'll give him the point. Right. Or like, oh, we found out, like, that's technically correct. I think the one, the question was something about gum, and then the guy said chicle, right? Mm-hmm. And and it turns out that we, they verified the answer, like, that's actually acceptable. <laughs> As, you know, because that's what a lot of people would refer to it or something like that. So he yeah. would actually, I mean, he would always recommend. Ask everybody, hey, if I need to be corrected, correct me, and I'll give the guy the point. Or yeah, he'll own up. He, yeah, I know. I've seen it a couple of times where he own up to it, like the, the mistake yeah. that he made. Yeah. You, you can't have that kind of, you know, honesty that game show hosts. Like, remember that one where the guy um, had the right answer and they didn't give him the money, and next day it's like they made a big deal about it because then they try to, like, not they defended the answer so hard that, like, Dude, just own up to it, like Dave, you know, like Alistair Beck. Yep. That's messed up. That because Tessa should have got that money and you know left. Mm-hmm. You know, probably the answer was posted. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the tab, and they didn't give him the answer. For it. They didn't give him the money. It was kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Alistair Beck has class. He, he can't. We can't replace him. No, oh, no. Yeah. Of course mm-hmm. he can't. He was classy. He was, he was classy. Yeah. Just need to find a different class now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, there's funny. There should be all the homies from all the talk shows to the guest stars, the guest hosting for a while. Uh, until they find like, someone. Yeah. Yeah. Pastor Jack will host it, followed by Steve Harvey, followed by well, Bob Barker had passed away, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Carey. <laughs> Drew Carey's good. Oh man. Nah. Price is right. Drew Carey's not bad. Yeah. All right. So there we have it for the, for this week, folks. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I'd like to thank my guest Omega Kai. Ta da! All right. Oh, and uh, you want to put up a shout out of your uh, podcast? No. All right. It's, it's vulgar and highly sexual, and it's really about making you have more orgasmic feelings. <laughs> and it's. I forgot the name of it. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, it's um, I'm, I'm just joking. It's it, it's adult entertainment news and reviews from men's health. It's just a casual, you know, uh, reminder of what us men gotta do for our sexual health. To be honest, I think that's all. It's good. It's a good bottom line health feeder. So it's. I think uh, your brother, uh, we all kind of said it's optimal, which makes sense. Um, so I'm, I'm just focusing on men's health and sexual and sexual health in general, and also adult entertainment news. And like you said, it's like stuff that these people are not being recognized. While you were talking on a podcast, you know, as you know, artists, as performers, cosplayers, you know, the drag queen, uh, the drag community, yes, 
Yeah, the drag community and all these people are like just doing innovative stuff and they're doing it by themselves, creating all these art forms. Even though they're hypersexual, they're being shunned by society. Porn stars or erotica in general also, they're viewed as, you know, like like downtrodden scum of the, the earth. But like they're really performers and artists. And we, we spoke on it earlier today. Mm-hmm. Thank you for it. You're welcome. Especially your cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Man, you know your cosplay. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want, if you, if you, if you want to hear uh, Omega Kai and I talking about cosplay and amongst other things as well, uh, where were they can hear your podcast at? Well, you can do it on Anchor or Spotify, the, the basic two. They're really the same company, so. Mm-hmm. And I was more on Facebook the link to it, but right now I've been banned. For, uh, I, I think because a lot of people I, I talked to lately on Facebook. And other social media were, were blocked because of during election time. Mm-hmm. Posting anything illegally or, you know, anything seen as political false news, even if it's like a smidgen, will get you blocked. Mm-hmm. And I, I might have posted something I didn't know about or like, I mm, more liked something or commented and somebody would have said something. And, you know, it's a sense of time, so be mm-hmm. careful what you write on social media. Right. I don't even know what I wrote. I wrote so many stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> Take a dartboard and aim at them. It's probably all. Them. Right. All right. So until then, folks, um, look for Omega Kai's uh, podcast. Um, you can catch us there talking. Uh, but until then, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this week. I hope you guys have a wonderful time. Please stay safe out there. Oh, and uh, this week is uh, Veterans Day. No, I think it's uh, Wednesday. This Wednesday. Yes. Wednesday. And for every veteran who's every veteran, uh, past, present, and future, uh, Veterans Day is this Wednesday. Just want to say thank you for serving for our country and, and whatnot. And yeah, Wednesday the eleventh. Yes. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that your brother's a marine. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different. That's a different tale for another day. Veterans <laughs> Day is the birthday of the Marines. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank All you guys right. so much. Hope you guys have a wonderful time. Stay safe. Be out. Stay safe out there. Wear a face mask. Keep your social and physical distancing on there. Wash your hands. And just be kind to one another. Until then, I am Captain Katz. And we are Katz. And on behalf of Omega Kai, thank you guys so much. Have a great time. Have a wonderful week. And happy Veterans Day. Yo. Okay.